0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA, member FDSE.
1: Hello and welcome to Straight for Panic. My name is Joe. This is well. Let's get straight into it. This is Abdul and this is uh, Andy. Tate. How, are, how are you doing, lads? Alright. Yeah. yeah. Bit of a throwback show. There. Bit of a throwback. Ab- Andy's here, Abdul I'm and Andy here. on the same show. Yeah. Pre crop. Yeah. Pre-lockdown. Pre-lockdown. Uh, this is Housen's Brew. Of course, no Stephen Housen today, but he will be back very soon, so don't worry about that. And anyway, we don't need Stephen Howson We've got a lot to get through today. This, the Premier League season starts, forget about tonight, because Arsenal and Brentford, who cares? Tomorrow, Man United versus Leeds, lunchtime kickoff, football is back. We've all enjoyed the Euros. We've all enjoyed the Copper America. But proper football's back. How happy are you? How excited are you, Andy? will start with you.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to be back here in, in Old Trafford since uh, the City game. Went to Brentford, friendly, mm. but yeah, since that atmosphere against City um, and a year of uh, hell. Pain, hell and pain yeah. and suffering, um, it's back
1: and I, I taste the Yorkshire ding-dong with the dingles over from Leeds. Interesting. Um, have you? When's the last time you had a taste of Yorkshire ding-dong, Andy? It's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> Personally, it's been a very long <laughs> no, time for me, but no, no mention. I've, I've got a hankering for one. <laughs> uh, what, what are your <laughs> thoughts on the season coming back up football, proper football? Um, I've, I'm actually, excited, man. First like, all, just I've, being back at Old Trafford. Yeah, sorry. How big a fan of you into, uh, 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 are you of international football? Like, how much have you enjoyed this summer?
2: I, I enjoyed the Euros. I'm not gonna lie. I think yeah. it was. I like like the big competitions, obviously the Euros, yeah. the World Cup. All this extra stuff with like the Nations League and then the friendlies, and I don't yeah. really bother with much. But I always like a you know international tournament, a proper one. So yeah, it was fun. It was fun to watch, but it's just nice being back in the ground. I think that's mm. the I think I'm looking forward. That's to the main most. thing in it. Yeah. Um,
1: this uh, podcast is brought to you by Sky Bet with their fan hope survey. Right, they've been round and asked pretty much every every team in the leagues uh, opinions on loads of different things. So we're gonna have a few uh, talking points. They've been talking to Manchester United fans. Let's get our first one up. Here's the first stat from the from the, the Fan Hub survey. My United fans are predicting a second-place finish, but this opinion, whatever, all the, you know, uh, Liverpool and City uh, think they're going to finish first. United fans finish think they're going to finish second. I want to talk about the chances of a title challenge next season, or this season, as I suppose it would be now with the, with the league starting tonight. Um, First of all, Abdul, do you think that's like the main requirement? Do you think that's the minimum expectation this season? And do you think genuinely United can win the league this year?
2: I think there's four teams in this title challenge, in my opinion. I think it's about who takes advantage in certain periods of the mm-hmm. season. You've got City could potentially start a bit slow, because obviously they've got, the, I think, De Bruyne is out, they've got Foden out. Mm. Last season they didn't start too well, and then they took advantage of United's dropping off. And, and also, the, the, the season's
1: starting tonight. They haven't... I mean, yeah. they have got Jesus is their only striker at the club. Yeah, Isn't I don't they? know what's happening with Harry Kane. So well, exactly. Obviously, if
2: Harry Kane walks through the door, then that's for me it's, the league's done. It's City's league. But if when if that doesn't happen, I think it's an open title race. Um, I feel like obviously Liverpool addressed Kanate, bringing him in at centre back. Mm. Can have addressed the right wing issue with Sancho and the centre back as well, who's with Varane, who's world class. So I think every team's addressed something. Uh, Chelsea never really got. Werner and Havertz scoring goals consistently enough last season no. they got Romelu Lukaku now who's obviously since he's left the Premier League um, you know improved parts of his game you know gone away into Milan become the main man won the league title mm-hmm. and he's come back so I just think it's, it's a bit of an open race and United should be challenging I think they will be in a genuine challenge because you can't you know we were, we were up there you Know for a decent amount last mm, season, ja-
1: we're top of the league yeah. in January last in January, season,
2: yeah. And then, Sheffield you know, United we were mm. always within like a decent range of City until obviously the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, after probably around the derby when we beat them, anyways, I yeah. think that was when we like it was gone because we beat them and they didn't mean anything. Um, but I think it's just an open race right now because you can't just you, you've got Sancho, you've got Varane, you can't say that's not a massive improvement, yeah, because um, you're addressing long term problems with world class
1: players. What I would say, Andy, we talked. Abdul's mentioned there, like Lukaku's going to Chelsea. Obviously, that improves a, a, a bit of a hole they had up front. Werner actually didn't do as bad as a lot of people thought in terms of numbers, but wasn't getting 25, 30 goals. City, for me, yes, Jack Grealish is a great player, but that's all they've signed at the minute, um, that Kane isn't a Man City player. I don't think that Jack Grealish right now, is a better player than David Silva was two, three years ago. I don't think he's as good. So I personally don't think City are that much better than they have been, as it stands. I don't even think they've really improved that much. I like Jack Grealish, but he isn't a massive step up on Bernardo Silva, on Mares, on Sterling. I, don't, I personally don't think he is. I, feel I think like he's he a could, very good player.
2: He could join another team in the league, and then I'd say that could push them. But mm. with City, it almost feels like... They've still got problems in that
1: midfield. Yeah, he's just a cog in that team, isn't
2: he? Yeah, exactly that. And it it just feels like in that midfield where Pep might shuffle things about, sometimes Gundogan will play deep, Rodri, Fernandinho. I think that's where Pep can get it wrong and that's where City's issues are. It feels like they've not settled down on that exact thing and it can kill them sometimes it's what do you reckon
1: with City then and, and with United as well because I think in, in Grealish uh, uh, not Grealish obviously we talk about City in Sancho I like Mason Greenwood on the right hand side but he's not the creator that, that, uh, that Jaden Sancho is United other than Bruno don't have someone that creates goals like Jaden Sancho does I think Varane is a notable improvement on Victor Lindelof I think assuming he's fit yeah. he's just a better player I think United have actually improved their starting 11 more than anyone else. I think Lukaku definitely improved Chelsea, but not as much as Sancho and Varane improved United. I think in terms of closing the gap, we've done more than anyone else has with our transfers even though we've only signed two players. What do you reckon?
0: Yeah, I think on paper we've done we've done we've done well. We made two major signings. City have signed Grealish and um, he's like he's only been there 2 minutes and mm. City, like I say, De Bruyne are, He's Nothing on De Bruyne, but no. he's gonna learn and he has to learn quick if he wants to get in that first 11 at City. But United at the moment, I could say, are leading the way. Mm. But if City get Kane, then it's a, it's a done deal. Mm. It, the
1: league's done. You think? I, I think, Wait, right? Here's, here's something, and this is for people at home as well. And this might just be me living in like a fantasy land, right? When Aguero was at Man City, what was it, 260 goals he got from something ridiculous? A, a ludicrous amount of goals over his time. He scored all the time. His minutes-to-goal ratio is one of the best ever in the Premier League. Phen- phenomenal. Phenomenal striker. How many times was he Premier League golden boot winner? Isn't it like one or none? It wasn't many, was it?
2: I don't think it was often, no.
1: Um, because he's I, always injured for passes. He's injured, that's a, that's a problem for him. His injuries were a problem, but you, you could say the same thing about Harry Kane. Harry Kane
2: will always give you three, three months where he's injured. Exactly. In season, yeah. and,
1: and so I think that you put Harry Kane in that City system, I don't think he gets 45, 50 goals for him. I think he gets less goals for City than he did for Tottenham just because of how they play. I think they're such a system-based team. Like, look at Raheem Sterling. I don't think anyone on this table would say he's a, a, a top-class finisher or a natural finisher in terms of getting the ball in the back of the net. He's not great at that, I don't think. He's, his composure's not great. He, he, he misses big chances quite a lot. But he scored, was it, 28 goals the season before last for City because their system is so well-suited to their attacking I think the players. I the I don't Kane, think Kane's going to score that many goals for him. He won't, he, he
2: won't p- score the goals. And the difference with Harry Kane, though, because he's such a unique striker in a style, like... Mm. He can play off the line a bit more than any other striker. He can drop deep and he can find those passes. And that's why he suits Pep Guardiola and Man yeah. City. And that's why I think you're going to see utter dominance from City if he joins. He might yeah. not score the goals, but then if you've got Sterling on, on the left side, maybe Grealish. You've
0: even seen him, him though. You've seen
1: him what he can do. Yeah. Some of
0: the goals he can he can turn a game, Harry Kane, bang
1: one. I'm not saying he's not a great player, and he has been brilliant for Tottenham. Put a ball
2: in the net. You put the ball in the box, yeah. he'll get your goals. It's about the level of difference in it that you think it'll make. And I think that's what the difference with Kane and Grealish. Yeah. Like, if they'd bought Kane over Grealish, for example, and they don't get Kane now, I would have said Kane that like, they've won the league. Because I mm. just think Kane's just, he's reached that peak right now. Like, last season, that form where he's just dropping pretty much into midfield, just finding mm. wonderful passes into Son. Is the intelligence shifting out of his feet to have a quick shot? In, in the area, outside the area, like, real world-class, like, striker. Um, so, I just think with Kane, he's just got so much to his game that he slots straight in there into City. And if he doesn't score, like you said, and I can see that happening, mm. if he doesn't score a, a crazy amount of goals, like, maybe he might even not get 20-plus goals in the league, mm. he'll still be able to he make up a couple of You can't see him
0: 50, a 45, 50-goal 50 striker in a season.
1: I think no, Ronaldo not, did that once, and, and not, that was a free I'm not, not knocking Kane for saying he won't score 40 40 goals I just, what, the point I was trying to make is he's again obviously not the same thing but he's the sort of the Michael Jordan at Tottenham isn't he is everything goes through you if you can't score you'll pass it to someone else whatever you do we trust you at City he isn't that guy anymore he's obviously there's still the, you know, the, the focal point the talisman probably of that team the most expensive player in the team if he does go there but he isn't that we'll give you the ball you let us know what you want us to do after that it's not going to be that. He's, he's going to be on the end of a lot of things more at City than he is at yeah. uh, Tottenham, obviously. He'll be taking pens as well. So. Yeah, so that was, that was just my point with, with Harry Kane. May be wrong. When he gets 50 goals next year, uh, then I'll look a bit stupid. But I just think the way United have improved, we've taken a bigger step forward than any of the yeah. other teams. But obviously And Kane it's also here.
0: crucial to Tottenham. They, they have to keep him. If they want to do something, again this season as well. Yeah.
1: If they yeah, if they've got any hopes of getting back in the top four, yeah, they need him. They need, him. Yeah. Back, they need him. They need him. Yeah, uh, Liverpool and, and City fans more confident than United. I think that's fair.
0: Uh, I would say Liverpool. Yeah, I've got a point to prove after losing Van Dijk, and so they were top of the league hmm. at start Christmas. and We saw that all clawed them up and went top of the league as well. City, Liverpool, all caught them up. So uh, United, Liverpool, United, City caught up with him mm. so I think they got points to prove and um, if you've lost the way you've surrendered your title it's not it doesn't sit well with the, the players no
2: I think it, from from a Liverpool fans perspective they'd have to look at how that season started with Van Dyke, mm. the Villa result a couple of the other yeah, games yeah
1: let not 8-2 against Villa whatever was it, it was seven-two seven-two two. Two. it 7-2 7-2 big Crystal ridiculous. Palace as well didn't they well they lost yeah. to Villa 7-2 yeah yeah with yeah. Van Dyke in the team yeah. like you're saying so, that start
2: of the season for me the way Liverpool played wasn't their best Mm. and I think there were question marks at the back end of the season where they won the title Mm. the Arsenal game away from home so those question marks were there with Van Dijk or without him and I think it's not it's nothing to do with him like is in like four and not four. And if you will have to see how he does post-injury. Mm. I get that he gives this team a lift. But I still think there's something there in midfield that they're missing. Mm. If Thiago... Because when you look at what thiago 's done at Bayern Munich, he almost always has an on-and-off season. He's like, there's a period where he'll be injured a lot and he doesn't really have his best season. But then when he's at his peak, he's a phenomenal player. Yeah. We've seen that in the Champions League winning season, the last one with Bayern Munich. So mm. if he can up his levels and you got Jordan Henderson back fit who's got tons of experience, still got a season or two in him, you've got Fabinho, who's arguably one of the best defensive midfielders in the world, then they look good. But I still, if I'm a Liverpool fan, I still have a concern about that midfield because I'm still unsure about that Thiago position. Because if he doesn't step up, you need a concern. I think like, Look at United's midfielder Bruno. United's midfielder Bruno Fernandes. Got Paul Pogba. Mm. Of course, there's still issues at the end, but Van der Beek could step up, mm-hmm. step up as well. I think that I mean, midfield you've still is got crucial.
1: Mattich, Fred, McTominay. McTominay, McTominay they've to, all had to yeah. sort of work their yeah. yeah. way through as well. Exactly.
2: So, and I think like even as much like McTominay and Fred, a lot of our fans, of course say a lot about them mm. and what not people. yeah McFred. so I, I, like, I like McFred in some of the bigger games like, yeah. and they've proved that the PSG game away from home and we like City games as well season. and they, they have a lot of games where they, they'll get you out of trouble mm. like, and you can see that and, and they'll stop some of the best midfielders in the world so it's about how you utilise that it's about Ollie go on Andy that proof that he's boiling co- away, away yeah. over there I, I get it we could I do go back to the, the
0: FA Cup quarter final with Leicester yeah. it will not get you a
2: trophy no but that's, that's that was the, that, that, that terrible that
0: was our chance no disrespect to yeah. leicester
2: city that was our chance to go to the final yeah. and win something but, but that's the balance though andy like yeah, i i, get I, I get think trophy. i think you need to have a squad though because yes, I if agree. you look you look at city in the final pep picked the wrong team but he had a squad he had the option to mm. pick the wrong team i feel like ollie's just ollie's had his mctominay and fred and Matic as well was poor in when he lost his runner against Leicester. Like mm. again, so it's about Manchester United having having to reshuffle every few weeks. Matic when he's got oh, his he legs, and getting the best out Mitch of him.
0: McFred, every game, game by game? No, by I game. think I think
2: in the smaller games you can't rely where because where you want to be on the
0: front no, no in stadium, They got away with it in mm. the bigger games. I think they yeah. they re-
2: they really show like. The city game away from home at the end of the of times. they were brilliant. But that, those games are suited to them. But it's about yeah. I think Oli's slowly finding his balance across when the pitch. When to play
0: him and when not to play him. Yeah. You just can't keep playing and playing and playing yeah. him because they they'll, they'll play well, they'll play well, then they'll go, they'll drop off and drop off. Mm. Yeah. You, and say Solskjaer's got to know when to play him and not play him because if we come we've got big matches minutes, this season, we've got a chance of achieving something. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, lads. It's one or the other. Are you you're playing with Pogba? or Donny's getting a game? Mm. It's, Do, I yeah. think that we rotation. need to see more from Donny
1: as well. Um, 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 both in terms of his opportunities and in terms of his output, I think. He's beefed up this season. He's beefed up. Yeah. Let's hope that's going to make him better. He's an intelligent player, isn't it? Yeah, so he is. if
2: he's adding that physical aspect to his game, then yeah. it's a it's good not thing. not going to hurt him, is it? Yeah, and no, we've, no, s- no. we've seen, I think it was the Champions League game against Istanbul, Başakşehir last season, um, where him and Fred were in the midfield and he played mm. the... Well, really, like through that midfield, like those quick, intricate passes mm-hmm. from deep. They, like he's not really got an unbelievable range of passing. No, but then with those quick, sharp passes and you pop it back Still into. Still
0: young, he's only twenty-four, isn't
2: he? Yeah. I, I feel no, like he's anyway, just not. Ex- he's not really suited to United, mm-hmm. but I think as United develop as a team, when you've got Sancho coming in, when you've got Maguire. At his best with his ball playing ability, you he's got, go say, he's, you got, got Pogba. he's got
0: potential just like Grealish. It's, everyone around him has same age. Where would you me. go? Where do mm. you go with your talent? He's he's there's potential there. I think hopefully we'll he see could it. really
2: do something, and and the, the, we've seen what he's done in the Champions League with Ajax. So when you surround that level of quality around the pitch, because we're going to be spoiled for choice in certain areas of the pitch, I think especially with those players that can play the number ten or the more advanced roles in Pogba, Bruno, and Donny, I feel like it's just Ollie's. Finally, finding his feet with how to, to. He's even mentioned it in preseason. He said Bruno played too much last season. Mm. And again, it's like Delo as well at like right back, using Delo in giving more than two or three games. Like, there's sometimes this useless cup in European games where why is Wambasaka playing in this game? Like, give Delo a run of games to mm-hmm. challenge him as well. I think he wants to entertain this season as well. Mm. Yeah. We I heard about you, the 4 you, 3 3 stuff. Yeah, he wants to entertain and give the fans mm.
1: Um Go straight to the, the sort of the third stat that we've got because the second one's basically the same about United finishing second we've got another one uh, this is a good one among Premier League fans uh, Man United are fourth favourites to win the title behind City Liverpool and Chelsea with 9% of those, that's not very much is it uh, and the majority of United fans this is the key thing the majority of United fans think that City will win the title next season does that surprise you that, that 56% of United fans think City are going to win the league next year
0: well let a team to be that's right? yeah. That's perfectly understandable and reasonable.
1: Yeah. But
0: it, that top f- them four now are the top four in what order? It, it's going to finish. Who knows?
1: Mm. You don't but, think would Leicester have been there or thereabouts? You don't think they've got a chance of pushing that?
0: No, no, no. No disrespect for Leicester. I think their target now is to make the top four. Mm. They've they've achieved so much in the last five years. They've won, they've won the set. They've won everything mm. in five years. How many Premiership teams, football league teams, can can say that? Mm. You know what I mean? It's so uh, incredible
2: achievement from Leicester City, and they want to push on next season. I think if there is like a like freak surprise team that pops in, it will be Leicester again. Just yeah. because yeah. I feel like they've they've set on like a system and a, and a team that that just keeps developing, and I think they've sort of grown out of just using Jamie Vardy. Now you have got your Nacho's mm. coming into his own. Had a great end to the season. Dacca they've added Daka as, well. yeah. as well. He's he's a great talent. Um, Harvey Barnes, who I rate I highly. think he's brilliant, Harvey James Barnes. James Madison, like, yeah. d- coming to his best. And that midfield, for me, Tillemans and Ndidi, we talk about mm. teams that have a consistent midfield that you can rely on throughout the season. And United, like we said, Ali's finding that slowly, but that Leicester team, they've had that. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's what's always got them close, is that they've had that midfield. And once he has been injured, madison has been injured, yeah, Tillemans has been injured, and you see right off fall season, off. they see them fall-off. So now they've added Samari as well. They've brought yeah. him in from Liga and that... So so you never know. They could, for me, any team that has that drop-off out of the top four, which is very possible, they can nip in for a Champions yeah. League place. But a league... They're not challenging United but, in terms yeah. of the top...
0: No, third. no, no. They, so unless well. they win the Europa League next yeah.
1: season. Yeah. Oh. But, but you think it's fair enough that United fans think City are going to win the league? I think yeah. It kind of makes sense, doesn't it? If you're being realistic, that like you said, they're the, they've been the team to beat for a decade now. Yeah. Essentially, since about 2011, if you finish above City, you win the league. Well, the
0: top four... Yeah. It, uh, top four as it is all yeah. fans are demanding yeah. a title challenge yeah. and we expect a title challenge not to win it but at yeah. least to
1: have a go let's be there or thereabouts let's, let's in May be,
0: yeah let's be there with a couple yeah. of games to go and then like you say if you get anything extra out of it that's fantastic so yeah. but the expectation this season now for United now is deliver mm-hmm. and a trophy like I, said, I said I don't care what it is Last season still really hurts that mm. Europa League where we we went out with a whimper.
1: Yeah, that was bad, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Did, oh, here's a question for you actually, just before we go into uh, we've got another talk point in a second. Do you know? Did you see how Thomas Tuchel brought on um, Kepper for Mendy when they were going into yeah. the penalty shootout in the Super Cup? Yeah. And he said before the game we spoke about it. Caballeros basically the, was the best penalty uh, saver last time, but now we've got Kepa and he's better than Mendy. So we brought him on. We talked about it before. We did it. It worked. He saved two penalties, I think it was. They won the Super Cup. Do you think if uh, Solskjaer had brought on Dean Henderson for, for De Gea before the uh, shootout against Villarreal that we would have won the Europa League? Who knows?
2: You know, need, you've need, you got to be a strong coach. It's a mm. difficult one, though, because we don't know what, what you see in training. Mm. Like the Ge- we've seen the Gea save decent penalties and the past. I know his record isn't great. Was it it's, it's well, like
1: fourteen in a row? He's he's not saved now. He's
2: almost like falling off with his penalties because yeah. I remember late in at Old Trafford uh, he had a great game. Mm. I think he saved that. I remember Lukaku um, in the semi final against Everton mm-hmm. at Wembley. Hard hit right in the bottom corner, saved that. Yeah, he saved one or two against Arsenal in the past, like when he was younger. So
1: that's good. But it's, Lukaku, it's, though, scoring against the top team and De Gea saving a penalty, that's like the movable yeah. force against the stoppable if, object. If, isn't if it? It, was Lukaku gonna bottle it or was De Gea gonna bottle it? One yeah. of them was gonna be yeah.
0: in a position like that again this yeah. season. Any competition, yeah. if it's to get to a final yeah. win it. A manager got to show
1: somewhere. Well, I think yes. he's got show. He's got just him. a little thing there because me it meant it. I in the, training. The isn't Chelsea it? one. Yeah, it's just That's statistically, it's just I'm pretty not. sure Dean Henderson is substantially better than than De Gea. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it, right, yeah. we've got another exactly. another stat. Um, there you go. 98% of th- uh, uh, fans think the club have a realistic chance of silverware this season. With only Liverpool City and Chelsea fans thinking, I'm more confident. I can be more confident than 98%. percent they are saying every single Chelsea fan think they're going to win a, uh, a, a trophy. That's basically all. United fans think we should win a trophy this season. We've spoke about this a little bit already, but that's the no we've got one has to win No way they're buying right
0: we? to win anything. Of, of course, you've
1: so. got to earn it. Yeah, but got that's got to be the target, isn't it?
0: Yeah, a trophy. I don't care. Like, we had so many the last few years. We've had so many close semi-finals. We get into a final. And it's just taking that final step over the line. I mean, look at Liverpool. Mm. With over the years with Klopp, they got to Europa League final, League Cup final, mm-hmm. lose, lose, lose. Champions League final, Champions obviously, League but they lose, lost. and then they win yeah. it. Then they spur on from that. So I don't care what it is this season. If it's a League Cup, FA Cup, top four, I'm happy as Larry, mate. I'll mm. be dancing. I'll be, I'll be swinging from the chandeliers, mate. Really? Tell you.
1: Not in here, because I, <laughs> I think I think they're water pipes. <laughs> So if you come down, the old building's coming down. Um, what do you reckon, silverware? Got to be on it.
2: Yeah, you have to win some sort of silverware this season, and and putting like I said, we've got enough. If you're adding, if you're finishing second last last season, you've had your patches. Obviously, obviously, when Pogba got injured after scoring against Fulham, and, yeah. and that good run of form, United dropped off. So, if you get your players fit, you rotate properly, and now having Varane and Sancho allows us to have that. So, mm-hmm. um, and then Marcus Rashford is going to come in again like around November. So. Mm the team is set for a challenge and a minimum of, like, a trophy or two.
1: Something interesting as well, obviously, I know this is obvious, I know this is literally one plus one equals two, I'm saying here, but I love the fact that, like, Maguire can have a rest, and you've still got someone the quality of Victor Lindelof to yeah. back him up. Varane can have a rest, you've got Victor Lindelof to back him up. Like, I know Lindelof isn't maybe a, a top, top world class centre back, but he's very good. It's he doesn't, he doesn't best, make that many mistakes. One
2: of the best third options you can probably have. Other than,
1: like, Laporte at City, yeah. who may well leave because he, he seems to be uh, pissed off at his position at the minute. But Lindelof is a backup option, not just to play, but to give Maguire or Varane a rest on any given yeah. day. To me, that's brilliant.
2: You can turn up against certain sides where you can look to exploit with like a pass over the top yeah like we've seen him find like Marcus a couple of times the Granada game, the Sheffield game, yeah. so if you're doing that you know where oli has gone, you know what this game you know Maguire have played a bit too much, I mm. stress them for a big like European game or something, we know we can hit this team in that way yeah. use Lindelof because he's actually improved in his like one v ones in the air he has improved but not enough. And he, I think he'll never reach that level to be a Premier League centre back that you can mm. rely on to deal with those horrible games. Yeah, to win the league, to yeah. to win the horrible games against the West Broms and the Sheffields, and and to be honest, when we look back at last season, that's what our downfall was. Mm-hmm. We were fine against City, and Lindelof had a great game at mm. the Etihad last season. So it's it's that balance, and again, it's like we was talking about if United want to challenge, and I think Oli's now ready to just understand his team a bit more in terms of the yeah. fitness, the rotation, and I think we we could be in for a surprise like. We could we could really smash it this season. Like I can see us. It, it makes you tired. get excited. I really want to see Tony. It's be games. I really want to see. I'm very close. It. It's
1: gonna be games. We're gonna have yeah. to win ugly. Oh
0: yeah. I'll yeah. Go back to West Brom last season. Yeah. Maguire said, "Oh, there's plenty of leaders in the, st- in, the, in the in the team, and the performance. It was it was dire. Mm. The yeah. entire game, that West Brom game, that just summed United up. Yeah. That Sheffield United game. I mean, yeah. and we, we lost to sit the league mm. by City to twelve points. Mm. I mean. You win them two. It's, right, the it's respectable
1: game As well. and, and also, you put, you it's put the pressure on them. Losing
0: by six points is, is okay. And also, I if, can you, deal if you're six that.
1: points behind going into the last five games, there's pressure. Yeah. If you're 12 yeah. points behind, there's no it's pressure. Not, they can coast. And, and the other thing with that is, like the West Brom game the Sheffield United games, I think Lindelof was fouled in that game. I think that was a foul. Yeah. He grabbed him, he pulled him back, and he won the header. Re- okay, that fair enough. But either way, we need to be strong enough to win those games even including a mistake yeah. by the ref or including what may be a foul. The same with the Sheffield United one. De Gea was fouled. The refs admitted that. Marshall's goal should have stood. The ref admitted that. Uh, was it Martial's goal or was it Maguire's goal? Marshall wasn't it? He dropped down and Martial tapped yeah. it. Yeah, Ma- Maguire with a foul. You can't
0: use excuses. No, but that's what I'm now. saying.
1: We need to be strong enough that even if we get two wrong decisions in a game against us, we need to be good enough use and strong to enough that we still on. win. Yeah, yeah. Spurn yeah. it on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, go on, sorry. I'll,
0: go for, I'll say I'll go back to the, co- the semi-final against there. Uh, yeah. Uh, in the League Cup, it was a one-off leg. She's like, got COVID?" One one, one nil down with twenty minutes to go. If we get into a position like that, mm. I want I want to see United throw everything at it. Yeah, everything in, like in the semi-final to get to Wembley. Yeah, you gotta they gotta do it, and I don't care how they do it. Just don't keep don't, don't put your heads down and mm. accept defeat. Go yeah. for it.
2: I feel like now with Jadon Sancho, I've, I've watched him on a couple of occasions for Dortmund, where he really like thrives in those situations mm-hmm. where teams are like compact and. And he can, he almost plays himself into the area a lot of the time. He'll make the in. right decision. He, he, can, he can change the game. I feel like he's, he has that, got, he's got that mentality. I think even with all the transfer talk and everything, in that cup, uh, winning the cup for Dortmund last season. Mm. That was goal a fantastic and assist in ball. the final. Yeah, and <laughs> so that's a great goal. And he just feels, you can see that passion. You can see that level of like wanting to win. And, mm. and I think we was watching something like when chatting to Rio... And, and, he, and he could see his reaction to just, like, really wanting to don't worry, lads, i getting us to Wembley. Yeah, oh, yeah, I
1: love to the, see that. The thing with that is, as well, Dortmund had a terrible season at the scraped Champions League in the end. But also, winning them that trophy, Dortmund don't win many trophies. And I've said yeah. this loads on here. People look at Dortmund as, like, the second-best team in Germany. I think that's their second trophy in nine years. Something ridiculous. So, it, it, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it, you know, they don't win that many trophies. And for, for Sancho to sort of basically drag them over the line... Uh, it was brilliant. We've got a super chat from Arindam uh, Wasthi said, Hey guys, I've got a chat, uh, a chant for Varang, sung to the theme tune of k Sarah It's a bit long for a super chat. Could you check in the comments section after the video? Well, get it in the comments now. We'll read it out if it's any good. Andy's got to start singing it on, on Saturday. Um, <laughs> we've got a, another stat to get to while uh, producer Callum is having a look for that comment. Um Right, this is mad. This is the most mad one that we've that we've had so far. Leeds, 70%. Man City, 56%. And Newcastle, 37%. All consider Man United to be their biggest rivals, but United are split between City and Liverpool, with only 1% saying Leeds being our biggest rivals. Leeds, I kind of get, fair enough, maybe, you know, 70% is quite a lot, but, you know, City again, 56%. Who else are their rivals? Stockport. Newcastle United, though... Over a third of Newcastle fans think Man United are their biggest rival. Oh, so What's
2: that about? They're so lonely up there. They've got no one to hate. Everyone just everyone just wants to be United's rival. And it, you got
1: Arsenal, you yeah. got Sydney, you got Did Liverpool,
2: you got Leeds. Like
0: ninety-six. I was to say ninety-six. Oh, I love it if we hate them. Love it. They
1: love it. They hate us. Thirty-seven percent of Newcastle fans think that they're we're their biggest rival. We're, Sunderland. No Sunderland,
0: no middles, but they got no one to hate. It's the, 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 the PTSD poor little guys. You it? think? Like,
1: yeah, so they I, just hate us the most. So therefore, we're Like ruined childhoods, didn't
2: he? Like, yeah. that was it. They, I mean,
1: up and did, down the country, they,
0: they didn't get the takeover they wanted, so they gotta hate somebody. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, mad. They ain't my cash They, they,
1: they gotta hate someone else. And it's weird because you know, do you know, like everyone up and down the country. You go on any night out, and pr- people are chanting, "We all hate Leeds scum. That's like in in nightclubs up and down the country, and yet everyone hates them. But well, do know, live quite it, but substantially, most Leeds fans consider United to be their biggest rival. It's not a surprise, is it? Like I said, a lot of that's down to, like, the Fergie era, how much pain that has been caused to these teams yeah. by Man United. Uh, obviously, Leeds, we took their best player of the year after the year they won the title, and then we won it and they never won it again. Uh, and, and Newcastle, st- we stopped them winning it. Um, but even so, it's, it's quite, su- quite surprising, isn't it? And, and does that surprise you, Andy, that more people uh, consider City a bigger rival than Liverpool these days? Because I bet... 10, 15 years ago, that wouldn't have been the case, would it?
0: Uh, no, if to me, it's Liverpool. Yeah. yeah, City will be City to me. Yeah. No disrespects, I've got City in my family, but I grew up with City being that little little team from my side. But City is City. I win with the, with the big boys now, but for me, it's Liverpool all the yeah. way. And I, it took City 35 years to join hating Liverpool. Only when the team balls got smashed at Anfield. Mm. Because City fans were always all right with Liverpool when I was mm. growing up. Oh, not anymore. Well, the, what is it? The, the, the enemy <laughs> of my
1: enemy is my friend. Yeah. So they yeah. were like, well, Liverpool oh. ate City, oh, yeah, we, you ate, you Liverpool ate United. we ate. United. We bit, we're
0: at you I best ate you know Yeah, exactly. What do
1: you reckon to that? <laughs> Who, who's, in your mind, who's the biggest rival? What's the biggest game?
2: I think it's always Liverpool, innit? I yeah. think it just has that... I do have a lot, I feel like over the last season or so, just because just because of the way I think like City have gotten around winning things, and mm. not, that's not to say United haven't spent and other teams haven't spent. Mm. But everything for me, like looking at City, is just like proper plastic. Like everything's yeah. just not. It's just like you know, like the greedish unveiling and like all that stuff when you're watching it, and like you go to the Etihad now and it's like this is not the City I knew. Like, yeah, I I grew up like not far from the old ground, like yeah. from Main Road. That was like. Local fans there and stuff like that, and speaking to people like that's what I see is like Real City. So with mm-hmm. that all being shifted over, and like just being pumped, it's just not the same. I think that's the difference when Liverpool have won it. It feels a bit more of one thing. It's a mm-hmm. bit more yeah, they, worthy. You know you want to beat them because because they, like, they've won the. Also United have I'm the... a lot more jealous when Liverpool win something because it yeah. just went. It hurt more
1: when Liverpool like, won the league than when City did.
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah, it
1: really. That, yeah. that says it all, yeah. doesn't it? Like, no, that was did horrible. It well, I don't, don't know. No it? one saw I it. it. I heard rumours. see it. I heard rumours. If, 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 if a team did lifted a trophy season, and, and no one's it. there to see it, did no it actually happen? No
0: season either, so
1: no. Like a tree falling in the woods, that title, wasn't it? Like
0: an X-File. What happened last two years? I didn't see anything.
1: I was asleep. No, same here. I was asleep, I was. Um, yeah, interesting. I mean, I, I'm surprised that, uh, well, I say it's only 1%, so it's it's not a particularly huge thing, but it's, it's surprising that people would say that Leeds are the United's biggest rivals obviously there's a rivalry there, but the biggest rival that's surprisingly, Leeds it?
0: goes back longer. Oh, like I know it does, but to say back they're to above Don Liverpool, River. above City, oh, yeah, it goes back to Don Revy. My dad there uh, taught me about it, and hmm. over the years, and Leeds got promoted in 1990 and I was 15. I remember the tr- trash Bournemouth and all that, they got promoted. Albert Wilkinson, there, night one. 1991 90, Leeds mm. were in the Stretford end. Leeds fans in the Stretford end when Leeds scored with Mel Sterling. That's all the it, United yeah. fans charged him. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, so there's quite a, a long rivalry going on. Yeah, oh, yeah. There. And it obviously, it goes deeper, they yeah. still remember it. 70% of the Leeds fans saying that we're our, their biggest yeah, rival. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Even in the dark duns, the, the lower, the low what Leeds went, Leeds mm. went through, they were still hating us from afar. You know what it was.
1: Have we got any more stats, Callum? There we go, look. This is a big one for me. I want to talk about this. Get, let me know in the comments as well. This surprised me, this one. 76% of Man United fans would prefer City's owners, Sheikh Mansour and the City group, over the Glazers. Now, I think I can speak for us all in saying none of us here like the Glazers. You fine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? I <laughs> just think I thought we might get a few nods of the heads, but nothing. Uh, yes, yeah, none of us like the Glazers. But for me, the, the without, let's not, we, we won't, Go into too many of the details of this, but the, the the sort of the record and the 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 way that they they've got their money, the way that they govern things, the way that things go on, I would take the Glazers over City's owners just because of the the sort of the human rights aspect and that sort of thing. It's the same personally. thing with like the both Sa- dodgy. The Saudi they are Arabian Glazers
0: thing. are dodgy, so City's owners both dodgy. Yeah, but there's, there's yeah, levels there's to there's
1: dodgy. Levels in there to one like is like the the Glazers are greedy and they're nicking money out of Man United. The city zones are nearly destroying football. Again, let's, yeah, okay. Allegedly, allegedly, yeah. Let's say allegedly, <laughs> allegedly destroying lives. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the, what the mean? Gla- a, yeah, yeah, I mean? There's levels that, to yeah. it.
0: Yeah, but and the glazers nearly the destroyed football. Of course, I'm not a fan a of the glazers. Mm. So all of but this is why it's a good debate. Hush money, hush money. Spend, yeah. spend. We've got to spend this. We've got to do that. Yeah. Can you imagine? Um they would uh, if they, if they haven't got caught. This super league didn't happen. Didn't happen. And uh, he w- he wouldn't have spent this
1: money, probably not. No. I mean, if the, if the protest didn't, we happen, still have the same. Side. That wouldn't have. have I don't think we'd have sanctions. We might have one of them, but not both. What do you, what were you going to say then? Adlon? I think it's the
2: same thing with like the Saudi Arabian takeover, yeah. supposedly a couple seasons back. Like when there was talks of that, and it's just I w- I didn't want us to have, be involved in any of that. It's mm. just the background of where that money's coming from. Like again, allegedly the, the influence in the Middle East, like with the arms and stuff like that, and that things that are leading to like horrific things happening um, to people across the world and I I wouldn't want my club to be such like I said everyone's some some people just don't care like that money's going to come in and I've had a laugh about it and mm, whatever like oh we're going to have a lot of money we'll sign this we'll sign, this. We'll sign Messi and all. Yeah, yeah. whatever Look at that,
0: but, I mean but like Russian you dod Russians
1: yeah. are dod yeah <laughs> well I us not use that as a blanket statement <laughs> but in terms of the the this rumors and history of with with different people yeah. in there but I personally I, I mean I, let's can we get the comments on the screen for this column just cuz um I think it's a really interesting thing that, six, that 76% of United fans would swap owners. Does that surprise you? Obviously, presumably put in sort of, you know, in terms of the way they've run Manchester City as a club, City, of course, you'd take their owners any day. They, they've invested it's a general, well. It's, they've a got a great manager it's a current
0: the current generation of United fans. That's yeah. what it is.
1: Yeah. Um, people saying human rights abusers, yes, but we give them our money for their oil uh, and need that money invested back into our economy. Well... I don't know. For me, I just think it's... Uh, I, I, I can't imagine having City's owners at United. I wouldn't I wouldn't swap that. I mean,
0: I would love an English as billionaire. As a, an would English be, billionaire. Or just, uh, so just
1: someone that didn't get involved. Someone that didn't nick yeah. loads of money out of the club. Maybe put a bit in if they wanted to here and there. What, but it, just wasn't you just a parasite. If would we be win
0: our millions, us three tonight, we just buy United yeah. and say, right, yeah. do this, spend yeah. what you want, and we'll just sit and enjoy it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Will Charter says, I mean, there's no such thing as ethical capitalism. And no billionaire has become a billionaire by being a nice guy. But yeah, human rights abusers ain't the one. Like I said, there are levels. Some people will put out the small, you know, let's say I open a car garage or I start making, I might put out a business, the small, you know, mum and dad run store that's been in, in business in town for 50 years. I might put them out of business, but I'm not ruining people's lives, knocking houses down, putting people in prison for having opinions about me. I'm not doing that. There's, there are different levels, and certain people have made money in much more extreme and harsh ways than others. And for me, I'd, as much as I, have, I hate the Glazers and everything that they stand for and how they've run Manchester United, I wouldn't swap them for the, the, the City owners, just from a human rights perspective. But it's an interesting one. 76%, that's an overwhelming majority of United fans would swap. Surprising, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's... It doesn't really surprise because as a football fan like we're not everyone's different but like as the average like football fan or like some like kid on twitter is just mm. like he, he looks at his city fan mates yeah that's true they're winning everything they're like oh i just they don't really look at that side of things mm. and i'm fair enough you know it's, everyone, everyone's got their own opinion and yeah. like i said with the glazers we've all got that stance in terms of what they've done I mean, the real the real the, club, the real
0: solution is all the
2: clubs are Fan run, aren't they? That'd be a start, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's the start. That's, I mean, it's gone down the like just a horrible route in it. Like mm. the, the level of control, whether it's United, Liverpool, Newcastle, and Mike Ashley, Like it's all, it's all across the country. But again, it's just, it's just. And and I mean, the key opinion, is if all
0: these millionaires it? pulled out, where would it leave the? Where would it leave the football clubs? Mm. I mean, what what you've got, what you have gained now. Could, could the fans continue it? I'm sh- pretty sure they could. Because if the City fans on and the owners of Liverpool pulled out and the uh, Glazers left and Abramovich left, I'm sure the fans could take over. I think some clubs it.
1: would. I don't. Th- City, uh, City couldn't sustain their model now without, the, without their owners. I don't think Chelsea could. United could, as we know, because our owners basically don't do anything anyway in terms of giving. But there are some clubs that are using their owners as a crutch and some clubs that, that aren't. I think if if City owners left now, it wouldn't be if Pep and then Pep goes, then it's you know X Y Z. It won't and Z. fall apart. It won't fall apart, but they wouldn't. They would not be doing what they're doing now. without won't. Owners. They won't
0: have everything they've no. got now.
1: No, and they talk about like the sustainability and the sponsorships and stuff. They've, you know, they've sold their own stadium to their owners or the name of the stadium they, they sponsor their own kit and they're like oh this, no it's real it's fine this is real they give us 43 million quid a year for our kit sponsor it's like yeah but you're paying yourself that imagine you had a mate and he came to like hey listen to this bit of a money-making scheme i've got if you have a low on cash here's what i do i just sold myself my own t-shirt 60 quid 60 quid in the back you're like no mate that's your own money hey here's another one these trainers I've got only worth 50 quid I just bought them off myself for 150 quid he's like you're not making money this is your own money it doesn't count and that's what City are trying to do do not count does it it's not real money that unless you're del boy (laughs) I'm going to sell myself my own trousers I think 150 quid Uh, right let's have a look at some of the the games uh, uh, in this opening weekend then Um, obviously tonight uh, Brentford Arsenal you watching it?
0: New stadium, new team. Yeah. Same old Arsenal. So, yeah, I'm going for a Brentford win. You
1: think Brentford will win? Everyone, everyone's saying Arsenal are going to shit it, are
2: they? They think. I read something before coming here. It was about Lacazette and Obamyang potentially mm. being out. Yeah. I think Ketty Both is Ill. injured ill. So, I don't know what's happening with that. And Saka's has obviously played the Euros up until the end. Mm. So, I don't know what they're going to do. They could be coming in as a weak side. They've got a new look defence with Ben White, who I think is good. But mm-hmm. it's. I don't know. I, I think I go for a, a one one in that. Right
0: when he played at Old Trafford. Yeah, they they did. I think the, the only issue are, that I, I
2: had with them was like I was keeping an eye on Ivan Tony and, and obviously he scored so many goals in championship thirty three goals mm-hmm. last season. Um he just did a lot a bit too much for me outside the area and then again maybe the approach we've seen a lot of these players and like teams that do so well in the championship, and then once they're in the Premier League, yeah, like, everything for the the goal numbers and everything dries yeah. up. So it's just about you know assessing our Brentford. Do, but I'll go for a one-one because Arsenal got the injuries today.
1: Um, we'll, we'll get to United then before we go. The other the other sort of major fixture is is Tottenham City on Sunday, half four. Obviously, Hurricane being the main talking point, he's not going to be playing by the looks of things because he's why. not even back yet. I wonder um, why do you know what i've got a sneaking suspicion this is literally just a, a a theory that i've come up with i think he's injured and i think he's been injured for a while and i think that they're trying to hide it by he's coming back late all that i think he's struggling with fitness rather than just being moody i reckon he's fucked, but they want to hide Summit's, it i think that's why he wasn't yeah, so good I mean, at the said
0: this the other day Something has happened behind the scenes yeah. he's not he, he knows He's, something's happened with Harry Kane. Mm. Like he's said something, something's been said to him. Mm. And that's why it is
1: it is what it is at the moment. Do you think that's going to put, give City, uh, Tottenham, sorry, an extra sort of momentum, an extra impetus in that game? Because they're like obviously massive underdogs anyway, because City are just much better than him. And then now you've got the whole Harry Kane saga. Do you reckon Tottenham have got a chance of grabbing a couple of points off City? That'd be great for United as well to start the season.
0: I mean, well, you say you've got to be out of the traps straight away, United. Like everybody saw so where. Yeah, if you get an head start on City, why not?
1: Hmm. I, think Spurs, I
2: think Spurs have had a decent preseason. I think they beat um, Arsenal, I was watching the other Jimmy day. Chelsea, 2-2, two, yeah, two, yeah I remember that. A couple of the good games where I think Son looks pretty decent. Dele Alli's finding his feet again. So, hmm. again, like City, players have come in, just coming back from the Orals late. Um, I've not really kept up with what they've done at pre-season. But, City, I've honestly yeah. they had they had two games, they beat Preston. Uh, 2 0 only beat Blackpool 4 1. A lot of that goes be out, out the window goals. as well, doesn't it? Oh, Behind be yeah. closed. Yeah, yeah pre seasons obviously, like, you can't look too too yeah. deep into it. I think mean, Foden's out, um, Kevin De Bruyne is out, mm-hmm. so there's a couple of injuries there. Um, so let's see. Like,
0: this is where United, yeah. if, if they're not bad for it, it's eight games. This is where he's taken advantage You've of it. Yeah. Yeah, if you get, got an ed, you get an head start on him, you got to mm. keep your noses in front, lad. Yeah. I think that's you. huge. First I think eight games of the season.
1: A lot of people talk about Liverpool being a bit of a worry because a lot of their players haven't been away uh, either with injury or, you know, they've got a lot of African players, so they haven't been to the Euros or the uh, Copa America. Of the top teams, they've probably had the least of their players go of the, of the top four teams. And also the fact that they were, you know, and, I know Van Dyke obviously has had an knee injury, but they've had players in Trent, in Van Dyke, who've now, sort of been allowed to all those little niggling injuries Hail. that they would have had. It, they're just focusing on one. They're probably going to come back, maybe even fresher than they would have done if they hadn't had that extra time off. Do you worry about them? They've got a relatively easy start as well.
2: Um Yeah, of course. You always got to worry about that. Those teams, especially like with consistent goal scorers in the in the team, like mm. Salah and, and Ma- I think Mane can get back to his form. So. I think, like we were saying at the start of the show, it really is anyone's like title out of those four yeah. teams. I think mean, again, you'd put City as the favourites, but any sort of drop off from form from them, one of those teams will take advantage. And I'm uh, to be to be honest, I lean more towards Chelsea now that they got Lukaku, think- just because I think even if he does not have a great season, like mm. adding the goals that. Havertz and Werner didn't really get, but again, got Werner's still got the has got point to prove, and, and he's come United, back a the way we shift, shift, mm. shift, shift
1: And, and the thing with Lukaku is, even in in his second year at United, when he wasn't so good, <coughs> he still got 17 goals, and he yeah. p- he played a lot of games uh, as a out on the right hand yeah. side. Like if he starts, if he unless he gets injured, injured he will get hard. 20 goals for Chelsea next season, no doubt. Yeah, he just will, he will. and yeah. it could be 30 plus because of how you know clin- uh, you know clinical is in those positions. I think yeah they're it's gonna, the it's as good. It's a well. It's good to have that too. as a backup, isn't it?
2: You got Kante who's like obviously like you can Kante's won the title with mm. Leicester, won the title with Chelsea, won the Champions League, the World Cup. So, you know, he's one of the best midfielders in the world, without a doubt. And I think Jorginho's coming to his own a little bit more like at the start when he joined everyone watching him would have been like it's not really going to suit the Premier League. You need yeah. more of a destroyer in that area of the pitch, and I think they're starting to complicate, you know, so, so complement, sorry, complicate, complement mm-hmm. each other a lot more now when watching them. So, you know, knows won the Champions League, the Arrows, and and they look like a serious force for me. Maybe mm-hmm. the defense has still got a couple yeah, of question marks. Yeah, I think marks. the defense isn't it's great. It's the defense, still. if anything, but know, other than that. You know, every side
0: now. It, the top four they will have a, a run of games mm. when it's a stink up. then they'll just click and start mm. getting fire on. It's yeah. gonna happen you're gonna have to expect it, it'll happen to United, it'll happen at Chelsea, Liverpool mm. and City. So you just deal with it and get on with it. <laughs> Because yeah. that is the top four. I don't see anybody breaking in. I into don't it. think anyone does, really. Maybe less if, if somebody drops off,
1: that's uh, it. Killing Mollis with the Superjet before saying, Abdul knows ball, so nice little compliment for you there. Nice football. one, mate. Um, mm. Right, that's going to be all from us. Before we go, give me a score prediction for Leeds. Man United tomorrow, 12.30 kickoff. Obviously, we'll have the watch along here at Stretford Paddock, so make sure you tune in for that. 25 past 11, coming in just before the team news comes out. So join in, check out from the team news all the way through to the end of the game here on Stretford Paddock. Andy Tate.
2: I'm going
1: 2 0 United. <sighs> 2 0, Abdul.
2: I'm going to go 1 0 United. Bruno Fernandes goal. Jaden Sancho assist. Oh, I love that.
1: Absolutely love that. I've, I've already said 1 0 on it's the like preview. Christmas Eve, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's Christmas Eve. I'm though. so excited. 1 0, I reckon. I think it's going to be a horrible game. I think it's going to be a really difficult, tough game. Like it was. Uh, Why uh, last, are the roses made? Last year. Thank you Sean, it
0: ain't cricket. I
1: think it's going to be like that. I <laughs> hopefully I can get the win. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Hopefully Stephen Harrison will be back next week. So for all of you asking where Steve is, he's still about, don't worry about that. Uh, and hopefully he he's should about. be on next week. Thank you, Abdul, for coming down once again, yeah. mate. Thank you, Andy, for you. On. The face of Bet. Even yeah, uh, it. if
0: you're looking out for me, just a quick one. I shall be on a billboard somewhere near Old Trafford Look tomorrow. Look at this! Andy's
1: on an advert. What are you doing? Kicking some flowers and something? Yeah, kicking some flowers and shouting the double. Do you know what I mean? That's Andy Tate. Skybet, famous. You're on the advert. How good's that? Oh, yeah. I'll be there tomorrow with me old man. Lovely. Right. Uh, yeah, if anyone's at the game tomorrow, obviously, good luck. Great being back in it. I, I'm not going tomorrow, but I'll be back for the Newcastle game next month, so looking forward to that. Right, thank you very much again for joining us. We'll see you in a bit.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: 18 plus.